0: Amen. So each week as we gather, there's a lot of work that goes into our worship services, and all of it means something. And so this service this morning is a little bit different because we're going to stop and pay attention to some of the things that we do to remind ourselves about the gospel as it relates to Christmas during the Advent season. Uh, So we didn't forget to decorate the church this morning, We intentionally waited to change the colors on the pulpit here and on the altar table so that you guys would notice that it wasn't green anymore as it was during ordinary time, uh, but that it's blue now to symbolize Advent. The color for Advent is blue or purple as a sign of penitence, as a sign of royalty waiting for the coming of the king. And we light candles each week so, so much that we might forget to pay attention to what it means. But when Israel was following God through the wilderness for 40 years, headed to the promised land, they were led by a cloud in the daytime and the light, a light in a heaven, a burning fire, uh, as they walked at night so that they knew where they were supposed to go. And when Jesus comes into the world, John tells us that he is the light of the world, that he is the word of God made flesh to give light to the whole world. So each week as they come in following the light, we remember that we as the people of God are people on the move following after the light of Christ who has come into the world to lead us. So everything that we do today will be an indication and a reminder of the ways that our decorations and our participation as a community of faith brings us into believing and living in the gospel. So let's pray together as we prepare to do that today. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you that you came into the world, and we thank you that you are coming again. We pray that you would prepare our hearts, our minds, our lives for your arrival, that when you come, we can be ready. We pray that we would not get distracted by all of the other busyness of the season By the shopping and the parties and all of the other things that we enjoy, but that you would help us to focus on what it means for you to come in the flesh to save your people. We pray this in the strong name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So today is a hanging of the green service, and what that means is that we're going to be decorating the church through the first part of the service. Some things are already done. You'll notice that the tree is over there, but it's not lit yet. Uh, And as we go through the service, uh, the readings that you'll hear will be a way of helping you to understand why we have all of these things that we have. Uh, The church's work is not just my work. Y'all don't just come to hear uh, me preach on Sunday, but it's for me and and all of our leaders to lead us together in worship. So we've got a lot of involvement today, uh, and it's a chance for us to remember why it is that we do the things that we do. Uh, Jamie, will you come and lead us in our call to worship now? Let's stand as we prepare for our call to worship. If
1: you will follow along with your bulletin. How shall we prepare this house for the coming of the King?
0: With branches of cedar, the tree of royalty.
1: How shall we prepare this house for the coming of the eternal Christ?
0: With garlands of pine and fir whose leaves are ever-living, ever-green.
1: How shall we prepare this house for the coming of our Savior? With
0: With wreaths of holly and ivy, telling of his passion, death, and and resurrection. resurrection.
1: How shall we prepare our hearts for the coming of the Son of God?
0: By hearing again the words of the prophets, who who foretold the saving work of of God. God.
1: For God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Glory Glory to to God God in the the highest.
0: You may be seated.
2: God will send a righteous king. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter, Verses 5 and 6. The days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called The Lord is our righteousness This is the word of God for the people of God
3: Thank you God
2: In ancient times cedar was revered as the tree of royalty It also signified immortality and was used for purification We place these cedar branches in the windows as a sign of Christ our King who reigns forever and who by coming in justice and righteousness will purify our hearts.
0: Let's stand and sing hymn number 196, Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus. And you may be
3: seated.
4: Of The prophet declares a child will be born. A reading from Isaiah, the ninth chapter. The people who walked in the darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son is given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be an an endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He He will establish and uphold it with justice, with righteousness from the time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of God for the people of God.
3: Thanks be
0: to God.
4: While other trees appear to die each fall, the pine and the fir keep their green leaves. Because of this, ancient people saw the signs of things that last forever. Isaiah tells us that there would be no end of reign of the Messiah. The grain of our garland and the round shape of our wreath remind us of the unending eternal reign of Jesus the Christ. Uh,
0: o Come, O Come, Emmanuel, number 211 we'll sing verses one five six and seven let's stand together
5: An Advent Advent blessing in reading. The Advent wreath provides us a different, slower way of marking time. When the rest of the world is picking up speed into the frantic pace of Christmas shopping, Advent slows us down. Instead of counting hours or minutes or seconds, the Advent wreath marks time in weeks. And instead of pages that flip over like a calendar, it pushes us towards Christ candle in the center, drawing us in to one who was and is and is to come. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you who came to serve us and have promised to come again, keep us always ready to welcome you. Open our hearts to your Father's love. Let your light penetrate our darkness and sin. May this wreath remind us to be steady In our preparation for your arrival and the Christmas season, fill us with joy and peace. Let all of the church say, Amen. Amen. The struggles of our daily lives remind us the world is not yet as it should be. Sometimes we are surrounded by brokenness in our lives, in the lives of those we love, in our observations of the world. Advent reminds us that better days are ahead. In the midst of our pain we endure because we because our hope that Christ is coming back to make all things new.
0: You can remain seated as you sing uh, the words in your bulletin to the tune of a way in a manger.
6: 4th Servant Song, a reading from the prophet Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, verses 1 through 6. Who has believed what we have heard? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by others, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity. And as one from whom others hide their faces, he was despised. And we held him of no account. Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole, and by his bruises we are healed. All we like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned, or we have all turned our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of all of us. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For Christians, this passage from Isaiah points us to the sufferings of Jesus, who saved us from our sins by his death on the cross and by his resurrection from the dead. Poinsettias combine the bright green of Christmas with beautiful flowers, sometimes red and sometimes white. Red poinsettias remind us of the blood of Christ, which brings us into his life. White poinsettias can serve as a reminder that Christ's life makes us pure we place this poinsettia to remind us to rejoice in the coming of our suffering savior number
3: 298
0: when i survey the wondrous cross let's stand Be seated.
7: The mystery of the incarnation from um, a reading from the gospel according to John, John the first chapter 1 through 5 and 9 through 14. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. The Word of God for us, the people of God. Amen. Thanks be to God. As we prepare for the coming of Jesus, the light of the world, we light the Christmas tree. During this Advent, whenever you see a lighted Christmas tree, let it call to mind the one who brings light to our darkness, healing to our brokenness and peace to all who receive him.
0: Number 206, verses 1, 2, and 3. I want to walk as a child of the light. I want to
3: walk as a child of the light.
0: And you may be seated. Some of you, as you came in this morning, said, uh, Brother Chad, what what exactly is the definition of a homily? And I said, it's a sermon, but shorter. You're <laughs> no, supposed, supposed to sigh a little bit in relief as I, <laughs> as I say that. Uh, part of the purpose of our service today is to remember that there are more than one way, uh, there are more than one way, is that right? I don't know. There's, there is more than one way, there we go, uh, to proclaim the gospel. Uh, and one of those ways is through the symbolism that fills our church. Our stained glass windows declare the gospel to you as the light shines forth through them. Our decorations do that. The movements of our worship do that. You yourselves do it as you pray and sing and sit and stand and participate in the church's praise of God. Together we proclaim the glories of God. And so because of that and because another way that we encounter the truth of the gospel is around the table as we break bread and share in communion uh, is that we're going to do that today too. And so all of these activities are as important or maybe even more important than what I have to say to you today. So we're giving those things more attention than we usually do and I'll speak for less time than I usually do. But doesn't the church look nice now? Mm-hmm. The garland and the wreath, the Advent wreath, the not plain colors up here in the front, the Christmas tree is lit. It's time for Advent, right? Mm-hmm. starting to feel like Christmas is going to come. As we transition away from Thanksgiving and into Christmas more rapidly, it seems like, than we usually do each year with Thanksgiving being so late, it is a good time. For us to step back and remember what it is that we're waiting for. And the greenery reminds us of the eternal life of God that's brought to us in the, por- in the person of Jesus. All of the candles and the Christmas tree remind us of the light of Christ. The Christmas tree also has a representation of the Christian year on it. Uh, so if you want to come and, and figure out how the Christmas year is, uh, is portrayed up there. But today is the first day of the Christian year. Did y'all know that? Happy New Year! Now, I know y'all are going to say that more excitedly on uh, December 31st or January 1st or around there, but, but it is the beginning of a new year for the church, and we start the year by waiting. One of my favorite lines in all of our, our tunes and, and carols and hymns about Christmas is that the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in Jesus Christ. Now that's a strange thing to say about a a little baby, right? So what I want to help you think about today is, I'm going to hold my hands out, and y'all tell me to stop when I get as big as God is. Y'all are laughing at me. How big is God? Bigger than me, right? Amen. Well, that's true, and there's a mystery that happens. Over the Thanksgiving holiday, Katie and I got to spend more time with my six week old nephew. I'll show you pictures if you want to see him. Uh, his name is Eli, and he's about this big. And what we believe happens at Christmas time is that the God of the universe, who's far bigger than any of us, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, doesn't just take on human form, but becomes a baby. A baby that needs to be fed by others. A baby who didn't have diapers but who needs to be changed regularly. A baby who's going to cry and sleep and need to be cared for by parents. I could have asked you the same question about how strong is God. And the answer would be way stronger than you, Chad. But that God comes in the form of a baby. Vulnerable and weak and in need of the power of others to care for him. That's what we are preparing for. And it's a tremendous miracle. Uh, The miracle of Easter when Jesus rises from the dead, the miracle of of Jesus' ascension into heaven, all of the healings and raising from the dead that Jesus does through his ministry, those things are easy to see and maybe even easier to understand. But one of the ways that uh, Charles Wesley describes what happens at Christmas is that the God of the universe contracts into a span, which is your hand, right? You could hold the Son of God in your hand. That's what Mary and Jesus did. God became vulnerable so that he might experience all that there is to experience as a human, that he might live a sinless life, that he might die on our behalf and rise again, and ascend into heaven so that we could join him in his peaceful and just and righteous reign. And this little vulnerable baby that we're waiting to be born, in this one rests the hopes and fears of all the years. They all meet together in this child that we are waiting to see born. And as we wait as the people of God... We're called to prepare ourselves for that. Uh, when my brother and sister-in-law were getting ready to have Eli, they did a lot of nesting, right? They painted, they uh, redecorated, they made sure that everything was just so, and um, my sister-in-law's sister came in, and she was like, take a picture of it before he comes, because it's never going to look like that again. But we get ready for the coming of children. We, need to, we, we, have, a, we have a need to know that we are as prepared as possible for their arrival. And the invitation in Advent, as we wear these penitential colors, as we pray prayers of confession, as we light candles progressively, seeing the light break forth through the darkness, is to make sure that we ourselves are ready for the coming of the Lord. So as you make all of your preparations for the holidays, as you make... Menus, as you do your shopping, as you wrap presents, as you do all of the things that kind of wrap around Christmas, make sure that you are doing the hard work of preparing your soul for the, one of the greatest miracles that the world has ever known, that the hopes and fears of all the years, that all of the prophecies and promises of God to the people of Israel throughout the generations come to their fulfillment in this baby boy born to Joseph and Mary in Bethlehem, in the middle of nowhere, surrounded only by family and animals. Remember that God has come to save you. And take these few short weeks to make sure that you are ready for the coming of the King. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus Christ, we are so grateful to have the chance to prepare the sanctuary for the season. And we pray that as we decorate and as we remember what these things symbolize for us that you would be preparing our hearts. That you would fill us with gratitude for the eternal life that comes with Jesus. That you would open our eyes to the light of Christ so that we can follow him wherever he leads us. That you would help us to recognize him even as a vulnerable baby as our powerful king who will lead us into his kingdom. And in his kingdom, your will is done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray, Lord, that you would remind us who you are. And that though you did not have to, you made yourself vulnerable for us so that we might taste the fullness of your salvation. So that we might know the grand nature of your love. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. I invite you now to turn in your hymnals to page 12. You can... Remain seated uh, as we uh, join together in the invitation to Holy Communion. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with God and one another. What that means is that if you want to live in communion with Christ, you are welcome to join the church in communion. You don't have to be a member of Moore Memorial or even of the Methodist Church to participate in communion with us. If you repent of your sin and want to live with God and all of his people, you are welcome. If you've not been baptized, you are still welcome to participate in communion. Though if you repent and want to live in communion with Jesus, then the best next step you can take is to talk to me about what it would mean for you to be baptized if you have not been. Let's stand together and join in confessing our sins. Let's pray. now hear the good news that Christ died for us while we were still sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven.
3: In the name of Jesus
0: Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Let's take a moment and greet those around us with the peace of Christ. Why we pass a piece so that we can be reconciled before we go to the table together? So you hey, I'll forgive this year. Girl. I won't miss that thing next year. I'll miss something else. As you return to your seats, we'll invite the ushers to come forward. The passing of the peace is always an opportunity for us to confess our sins, uh, and I forgot to ask Murray Catherine to come and bless the Chris tree for us, so uh, she has forgiven me for that if you are worried uh, as we prepare to take the offering this morning.
5: Let us pray. Father, you have loved us so much. With that love, I'm so grateful. Lord, without you, I would still be lost and in sin. But Lord, from everything you have given me today, I'm free. I am here. Lord, you're, you're wonderful. I'm I'm blessed. Lord Jesus is my savior. Heaven is my home. Lord, Satan has no control over me. Lord, we just ask you, as you gave unto us, that we give back unto you at this time. Amen.
0: to join me on page 13 of your list. The Lord be with you.
3: And also with you.
0: Lift up your hearts.
3: We lift them up to the Lord.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
3: It is right to give our thanks and praise.
0: It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere. To give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven... We praise your name and join there an ending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. Your Spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who were oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. Jesus healed the sick, he fed the hungry, and he ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. And after giving thanks to you, he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, and again giving thanks to you, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. And so as we remember these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and the fruit of the vine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world. The body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son Jesus Christ with your Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, both now and forever. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Now with the confidence of God's children, let's pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Because there is one loaf, we who are many become in the body of Christ one people. This is the body of Christ broken for you. And the cup over which we have given thanks. Is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? Those who are helping me serve this morning come forward at this time.